We did it. We made it to the final division. And we only have... Three more months till football. Crossy Pussy Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I swear, if the Cowboys are the reason that we don't have football this season because everybody getting COVID, Tom is going to be upset. Grassy. And today we are looking at the AFC West, the final division in the way too early prediction series. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to three brand new patrons over at patreon.com slash comedy. We got Just Simply Cloud, we got TA Gaming, and we got our Artacious Deviton. That was a phenomenal name. So thank you three very, very much. Now, if you're brand spanking new here, here's what we did. We're going to go through each team, look at what they did in the offseason slash draft, and then take a look at their toughest games and try to predict a record out of that. So let's do it. Starting off with the Sandy. Just kidding. They're not San Diego anymore, but it's not like this is going to change how many fans show up to their stadium or lack thereof. You got the LA Chargers. Now, the Chargers for me, this is a team that has caught my eye because looking at one side of the ball, they could be freaking amazing. And it's the defensive side of the ball. They got Bosa. They're getting a healthy Derwin James back. They went and brought in Linville Joseph. They went and got Chris Harris Jr. And I'm like, huh, this could be a top 10 defense this year. And then I look over at the offense, and there's no Melvin Gordon, but there's still Eckler, and Eckler is a great running back. There's still Keenan Allen, of course, if he could stay on the field for an entire season. And at QB, they got Tyrod Taylor. So Tyrod Taylor doesn't spark a ton of confidence in me. Not that he's a bad QB, but he's obviously a stopgap waiting for Mr. Justin Herbert to come on in. Now, they also try to fix their offensive line by bringing in Turner and also bringing in Ryan Bulaga. Iowa. Can Tyrod Taylor lead that team to wins? That, that's the ultimate question. I think they have some good support pieces around them. And again, they are going to be able to rely on that defense. But in a very competitive division, one which I think is going to be one of the most competitive divisions this year, I think that the Chargers are not going to have a terrible year, but I think that they are at a very big disadvantage. Considering even if Tyrod Taylor doesn't play well, Justin Herbert, brand spanking new coming in the league, I'm not expecting a ton from him. Now, they could both surprise me. Absolutely. I'm not putting that past anybody. But looking at their schedule, they don't have the easiest one. So, taking a look, they have the Chiefs twice, who I can see them getting swept by. The Buccaneers, the Saints, I can see them splitting with the Raiders. I can see them splitting with the Broncos and then losing to the Bills. So, right there, if they didn't lose any other games, they would go around 9-7. and seven. Maybe they could sweep the Raiders, so that would bring them up to 10-6. and six, And maybe they can sweep the Broncos, but I don't think that they're going to. So right now, I think that this team has a 10-6 and six ceiling, but I feel a lot more comfortable saying 9-7 and seven just because I feel like it's going to take another year 
for that offense to really start getting in gear. While they didn't use Melvin Gordon a ton because obviously he sat out and Eckler flourished during that time, when he came back, at least they had that option. I have no doubts that Eckler can be an RB1, but the guy behind center is just not instilling a ton of confidence in me. So while I see them not having a terrible year, I feel like it's going to be just about average. Then heading over to another team who decided to pick up and leave everything that they ever knew. The Vegas Raiders. Their stadium is cool, though. The Raiders were just like, all right, guys. Whew. We need to bring in all the free agents. And they did. They brought in Corey Littleton, Nick Kwiatkowski. Hell, they even brought in Jason Witten. They're like, let's go, you big old bag of bones. Get in there. And we're going to remove you from the Monday night broadcast booth because nobody wants that. They brought in Nazib. And hell, they even brought in Marcus Mariota. And they brought in a whole bunch more even after that. Now, in 2019, they had the ninth worst defense when it came to points allowed. I'm thinking that it should be improved this year. I think Corey Littleton, who, yes, I am still very jealous of the fact that they signed him, should add a big boost to that linebacker core. And on top of that, Kwiatkowski is a nice pickup who has a pretty decently high ceiling. In addition, what instills some confidence for me is, of course, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, who could have won Rookie of the Year easily last year, I think is set for another great year. And on top of that, they were like, okay, in the draft. Just get all the wide receivers, all of them, to help out Derek Carr. Now, I'm not saying they're all going to be able to contribute immediately, but Henry Ruggs go fast. And I feel like Derek Carr is one of those underrated QBs. He had a really good year last year, had an MVP season the, a few years ago before he got injured. Now, I think there's a lot of expectations on Carr, and I think that this team would have been significantly better if Antonio Brown actually, you know, didn't go crazy and leave them because they would have been a lot more competitive and they would have been a lot better on offense because they were also the ninth worst scoring offense last year. So while I think that is going to improve, as I said with the Chargers, I think that this is a division as a whole that is on the rise. They're going to be playing against some stiff competition. So some of the toughest games that I see them playing is against the Saints, the Bills. I think they'll get swept by the Chiefs. They'll probably split with the Chargers. They're probably split with the Broncos, the Buccaneers, and maybe they could have problems with the Falcons if that defense doesn't improve. So this is another team that I could see right around where the Chargers are, is around a 8 and 8 to maybe 10 and 6 if they're able to sweep either the Chargers or the Broncos. So while the Raiders defense is not going to be at the same level as the Chargers, I believe a lot more in their offense. It's just going to be about putting it all together. But I see the Raiders and Chargers probably finishing around the same record. Then you got what I will say is probably one of the biggest sleeper teams for this season, and that is the Denver Broncos. You're welcome, Brandon Perna. And the Broncos were pretty busy in the offseason as well. They traded for Casey. They got A.J. Boye. They wound up signing Glass. And on top of that, they had a freaking fracking pretty great draft. They, of course, got Jerry Judy. I'm expecting that this offense is going to be firing on all cylinders. A lot of that, of course, is going to be contingent on Drew Locke. Drew Locke, who came in, and listen, a lot better than Joe Flacco. The thing about the Broncos is that they have a ton of offensive weapons, right? They already had Philip Lindsay, who, of course, is not blowing anybody's hair back. But on top of that, they bring in Melvin Gordon, who I think is going to add a completely new layer to their offense. They already had Cortland Sutton, who had an amazing year last year. And on top of that, with bringing in Judy, scary. And you have Fant coming into his second year as well. And on the defensive side of the ball, they were the 10th best defense when it came to points allowed last year. So I think that this team has an incredibly high ceiling. Now, 
Of course, if Drew Locke doesn't work out and it kind of just falls to pieces, that's going to be a different story. So even though they don't really have an easy schedule, this is one of those teams that I see the Broncos, they can exceed expectations because they have the firepower to compete with some of the best teams in the NFL. So some of their toughest games, they got the Titans, the Buccaneers, the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Saints, and the Bills. So if they lost all those games, they're going eight and eight. But honestly, I think that they can sweep the Chargers. I think they can sweep the Raiders. And on top of that, I think they can beat the Steelers and they might even be able to beat a team like the Buccaneers. So I see them at their lowest of low going eight and eight, but I think that this could easily be an 11 and five team and they could be better than that. I know Adam Rank was just like, yep, you're going to take the division because Perna paid him a lot of money. And I don't know if they're quite ready to capture the West just yet, because I feel like the Chiefs are going to be an incredibly competitive team again this year. But I think that they are going to be a close number two with potential to take the division. Finally, you got the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs, they had two really, really big holes coming into this offseason. And that was at running back, and that was at linebacker. And they addressed both of these positions in the draft, drafting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in their first pick, and then getting Willie Gay Jr. Both players, I think, will improve the Kansas City Chiefs. But let's just say, even if they didn't do any of that stuff, this was a, still a damn good football team last year as they won the Super Bowl. Because Patrick Mahomes just put on his superhero cape, and I was just like, I can be a hero, baby. I can make Bill O'Brien waste a lead, oh yeah. And so with the Chiefs, I put them up against the best teams in the NFL, and I wouldn't bet against them because they are that good. Offense still has a ton of firepower. Their defense improved from two years ago and was better last year. Not a lead or anything, but was better. And coming into this year, I think they will be able to, bare minimum, be consistent for where they were last year, which resulted in a Super Bowl win. So looking at their toughest games, I think it's the Broncos, the Bills, the Ravens, the Buccaneers, and the Saints. That's where I see their toughest games. I don't see them dropping other games to the Chargers or the Raiders, even though the Chargers defense might give them fits. I don't see Tyrod Taylor outscoring Patrick Mahomes. So, And honestly, I think they could beat the Buccaneers. They probably could beat the Broncos as well. So this team for me is either like an 11-5 to a 13-3 and team. So right now, my Chiefs are the favorite to win the West. Of course, that's going to come down to how they play within the division and if everybody stays healthy. But the Chiefs, I still think, will be a force to be reckoned with. I know the Ravens in the AFC are also going to be pretty damn good. And so, who knows? Maybe we'll get that AFC championship game this year that we should have gotten last year. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think that this is still the Chiefs division to lose? Or do you think that another contender... Maybe even the Raiders are going to rise from the ashes like a phoenix and say, hey, we could be good too. I know Raiders fans have been waiting a while. Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course the YouTubes. And a big shout and thank you to all the patron members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! (laughs) 